everyone, welcome to Coffee Pods. We're really pleased to be with you. My name is Lisa and I'm joined by Wes. Hello, Wes. Uh, hi, how are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. How about you? Yes, uh, done a bit of travelling, but, uh, you know. Yeah, we're going to hear a little bit about that yeah. shortly, aren't we? Uh, you've okay. been all over the place, which has been really exciting. I, I'm, all, I'm always all over the place. All yeah. over the place. Um, and we hope that those of you listening are keeping well and um, having a good summer, <laughs> although the, the weather is pretty shocking for the summer. Um, so hopefully you've got a coffee, you're ready to uh, get involved in this discussion that Wes and I are going to have around the last year, the last few months um, in Acorn. So... Wes, as we've just said, you have been traveling a fair amount. You've been abroad, yeah. which we're going to hear about shortly, but you've also been among a lot of our Acorn Christian healing hubs across the country and meeting potential new hubs as well. Um, what are you seeing around the UK in churches, because you've done some speaking events as well, but also in the healing hubs in terms of healing? What are you seeing? That's a great question. Um it's really interesting. It seems that the church is in that sort of place where some people are saying everything's terrible and we're all, you know, it's, it's all nobody likes God anymore and we're all in desperate yeah. state. And then I meet other people who are absolutely filled with incredible hope and and incredible desire to see God doing something, but but not from like a desperation point of view, but from an expectation point of view. Yeah. So, you know, I met a, uh, in a conversation with the church down in, in the south uh, of, of England, you know, hard place. You know, you look at it, you think it's got a lot of need around it. Just even driving in mm. to the town, to the car park and stuff, and you think, oh, my goodness me, bless. Yeah. And then you walk into the church and there are these people who are just so um, not only personally engaged with Jesus, but are able to 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 do that and link that with other people yeah. in such a beautiful way that other people are being um, impacted not by gosh not by lots of successful programs and energy but by the quality of, of relationship and the presence of God and the fact that the gospel is not just a word but actually they see it lived out in people so we have a little phrase which says that people need to experience Jesus before we explain Jesus. Yeah. And so people who are willing to, you know, just to pray and see some lovely things happen. Yeah. Um, for people who don't really have faith, but then suddenly they get a, a physical or an, a, a deep touch of the love of God and the power of God, and suddenly their body works in a way that it, it, had, it stopped working. <laughs> and they say, what is this? Yeah. And you say, well, actually, this is Jesus. He is healer and he's also the saviour. So, you know, I meet I meet some churches who think we're declining and it's really terrible. And could we go back to the good old days? Nobody can actually tell me when the good old days actually were. <laughs> yeah. But apparently there were good old days that we were we'd all be better <laughs> if we went back to. Um, but actually, for me, the story of the church and particularly our healing hubs, around the country is that people are stepping out in courageous places of faith and taking Jesus at his word rather than relying on a program. And it's great. And people, you know, we should have programs and helping people. Absolutely. But people are just very simply saying, can I pray for you? 
yeah and god turns up and does the work that only he can do yeah i also wondered whether it'd be interesting to know your thoughts on whether covid and the lockdown has influenced part of this as well because we were without our usual um church services and programs and meetings for a long time and i think that's influenced how people are now doing church um and I just wondered whether you think it's had an impact on the way that we minister to others or not. Yeah, I think it. I think it has. It's it, it's done a number of things. One is um, when sort of we all came back together. Some people just couldn't get wait to get back together because yeah. they could thought they thought not only that we like people and we like being together, but in some ways for the church, it it was people were saying, "Great, now somebody else can run this." <laughs> yeah. You know. I don't have to do a Zoom prayer meeting. I can get back and sit in the in my chair or my pew, and the vicar or the leader or whoever will do it all for me. Yeah, and I understand that because some, for some people it was an exhausting sort of period. I'm a little bit, you know, hesitant about that because I think one of the things that COVID did do is it made us, as disciples of Jesus, work out what was important. Yeah, absolutely. So was being in a building at half past 10 on a Sunday morning, yeah. the be all and end all of Christianity? And the answer is no, um, because God started to meet people in their homes and with their small groups of their neighbours mm. uh, and whatever. And so suddenly, if you like, um, you know, uh, Jesus has left the building. Mm. Now, yes, it is right and good that we come back and we are able to fellowship and worship together absolutely I'm not against that i'm speaking twice on sunday morning and leading worship in the church so you know i'm I'm part of it as well but for me at least it's with the realization that covid gave us the opportunity to have faith in a daily place not just a sunday place lovely yeah and so some of that has been really exciting in our healing hubs because you know, people get paid, prayed for outside of a meeting. Yeah, yeah. Because suddenly Jesus is not confined to a time on Sunday and a building on Sunday. <laughs> um, and so I think that's really good. I know for others, COVID was very hard. Yeah. And there is a great relief for being able to come together. So I wouldn't ever, um, you know, belittle or diminish that. Sure, yeah. But I do think it was perhaps a moment that the Holy Spirit used to say to individual disciples, um, hey, I'm here now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. I know I know we're not all sitting facing the same way listening to somebody, but I am here now with you. Yeah, yeah. And so I th- I think particularly in the healing ministry, that was great. I, I know stories of people who just prayed for people in the course of life. Yeah. Because they couldn't get to a meeting. That's right. You had to do it there and then, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and of course, the, the truth is, is Lisa. If you read the Gospels, most of Jesus' ministry, miracles, and and the things that he's doing were done outside of meetings. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, so I think, in a way, a bit like the Reformation changed the way that we looked at church way back hundreds of years ago. I think COVID changed the way that we looked at church. And you know, so I was talking to a pastor on uh, on Zoom, and he said he has members of his church he's never met. In fact, he's, they're baptizing somebody who's a member of the church on Zoom. Oh, wow. Has been, has been with them for like the three years. Yeah. And, and came and found them 
during COVID and got in touch with them and said, can I, now, can I be baptised? He says, I've never met the person in public, you know. <laughs> you want to say yeah come on so uh healing healing ministry i think it was it was a, a an opportune time but i think people could use it yes there were a lot of sad and and heart-rending stories that went with it yeah and i think people are coming back finding a place of healing again with that yeah awesome it's good stuff to reflect on okay so more current then you've been in mm. australia haven't you um yeah. what was it like over there with the healing ministry? <laughs> um well i just in a funny way, I went in the equivalent there winter, so I stepped out of our <laughs> sort of bit of chill and hit their bit of chill. Now, I'll tell you what was really interesting, and and I I was reflecting with somebody last about it just last night. Um, the antipathy in personality is much more optimistic and hopeful. Okay. So even down, you know, um, the tone of voice when they talk to you goes up. They say, "Should we go down to the beach?" You know, it goes. <laughs> And, and it's funny that, that the, the culture itself seems to be more um, optimistic. Yeah. And, and I found that in the, the churches that we were with and the conferences, the two conferences I spoke at, that people were willing to believe what you were telling them from the Bible. Whereas sometimes I think in our own culture, we can become a bit sceptical. Yeah. We can almost begin to say to God, okay, prove it. And I know that particularly in relation to healing, um, telling healing stories in some churches, say here in the UK, you can feel people going, yeah, right. Mm. Okay. Mm. Whereas over there, people were saying, oh, really? <laughs> well, maybe we could see it happen here. Yeah. And so there was there was a there was a rising of faith. And, and, you know, your first question about what am I seeing here? I am seeing faith rise in churches and in groups right. about healing. Absolutely. Much, much more so than perhaps before. Yeah. Um, and certainly we encountered that in, in Australia. And we did see some lovely miracles take place. I mean, mm. um, one prayed for somebody in a, in a meeting and they had a, a frame because they couldn't sustain their balance without holding on to a frame. And I said we would pray. I pray for them, and we did, and um, and then walked them up and down the church aisle twice without the frame. You know? um, saw somebody's uh, knee, uh, the bones and and the muscles lit and swelling literally move as we prayed in Jesus' name. Literally saw it all come back into line. Um, and the person came in with pain, unable to walk without a limp. And literally, as we prayed, we watched it all be straightened up by Jesus. And, in, wow. and they got up and walked without any pain. A miracle. You know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely lovely to see it. Yeah. Um, you know, and so there are, there are things there that I've come back provoked about as well. That's good. Yeah. To say, you know, is it funny? Because sometimes our culture just says okay you can be a bit bit excited but not beyond this you know yeah you know you can be a bit faithful and a bit crazy but not <laughs> that much just a little bit definitely and and i think um probably for me because you know not not i didn't care but i wasn't responsible for anything <laughs> but also i think for the people because it was conferences that were not just linked to one church i think people were saying uh, there, there was a, a rising of expectations saying 
if Jesus is doing it, could he please come and do it here? Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I've come back with that. If Jesus is doing it, could he please come and do it here? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wonderful. Well, we'll definitely be asking for that. <laughs> for yeah, 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 absolutely. Things. Oh, come um, on. Cool. So then just thinking about what's coming up with Acorn. Um, we've got our own conference, haven't we, this yep. month, uh, 18th yep, yep. and 19th of August. It is on our website <laughs> if you haven't looked at it yet. But Wes, what can people expect? Um, basically, why should people come? <laughs> Very good idea. Um, well, I think they should come because um, we're praying that Jesus is going to be there. Um, yeah. But um, we're also nice people. We're not going to steal anybody's wallet um, <laughs> while they're uh, with us. Um, but actually, if, if people come, what they're going to encounter, Lisa, is they're going to meet People just like them, that God is using to bring healing, physical and, you know, emotional, mental and spiritual healing to other people. And they will come and they'll hear some of the stories of things that not clergy, not people who've been to Bible college or, you know, but just ordinary people who've joined ACORN, and yeah. been part of the academy and have gone out and started to pray with people. They're going to hear their stories of things that God has done. And I, I love them. And some of the stories are just, oh, mm. come on. They're incredible. And actually, if we only had one story, you could go, yeah, right. But actually, when you have another and another and another and another and another, yeah. you have to say, I think God's at work. Um, we are going to be taking a quick look. I, I wanted to, to just talk for a few moments at the beginning of the conference about I think the, the healing ministry is in a really healthy place. Ooh. And why I think that and what we can do. Yeah. Um, my wife, Dr. Mary Sutton, is going to be talking on the second day about 40 in the Bible, because Acorn is 40 this year. And she's really excited because there is an incredible amount of significance of the number of 40 in the scripture. It's really like a, and, and she, you know, she's even, she was saying, did you know about, about this? And I said, no. So I said, tell me. She says, no. You're oh, you have to, to wait. wait. <laughs> yes. She's making me wait. Oh, the, the I'm looking forward to that. I really am. Some insight. It'd be great. So all the stories from the teams. And on Friday night, which is the 18th of the evening, um, I've gone back. To, I, I was the senior pastor of, uh, of uh, in our church in Loughton for 19 years. And I've gone back and uh, a bit like the Blues Brothers. I've got the band back together <laughs> again. And I've gone and got some of the musicians from uh, Acor, uh, from Vineyard to come and join me. Um, and we're going to have an hour and a half on Friday night of just lavishing our time on Jesus in worship and just seeing what he wants to do. Uh, and I want to say to anybody listening to this, if you're able to get there, we're going to pray for the sick throughout the conference. And we will be praying particularly on the Friday night as we come and do it. We've got Caroline, who's going to bring her banners. Oh, yeah. Uh, those with us. Um, and uh, got a violinist coming yeah. to play. Uh, Chris, who's just great. He just floats with Jesus as he plays. It's lovely. Um, Ken Bartels was my musical director at uh, in Vineyard and... Um, he just sits at the piano and Jesus smiles. Oh, and, wow. and then Robin Mutter, who's a bass player and, and was a music producer as well, uh, he's coming to play. And, and Robin plays the bass like it's um, like it's a voice. It sort of sings. Yeah. So it's going to be joining Mary and I in, in worship. And we're just going to say, Jesus, we're here for you. Jesus, what would you like to do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the conference. And then we've got cake. We have got cake. We, and we've got a, part, a birthday party. Yeah, so we thought we've got to celebrate, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> so um, to close the conference, um, we're going to spend some time, aren't we, just 
reflecting on what has been and looking to the future for Acorn. Um, we've got some lovely stories, some pictures from people who have been involved um, in Acorn, like Russ Parker, um, as an example. We've got um, yeah. Elizabeth Slynn coming for a bit as well, where we're going to chat to her. Um, and then we're going to celebrate. So we're going to have cakes and nibbles, some nice drinks, soft drinks, I must say. Um, Absolutely. And just share in a in a lovely moment together. So again, if you can only make that part, you're more than welcome to come. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I don't know whether we're going to have 40 candles, but we'll need a fire extinguisher if we do. Yeah, we, <laughs> we I, might I, do. I just think, you know, cake and fizz, come and join us. It'd be, it'd be brilliant. And and just to celebrate the fact that over the last 40 years, since Morris Maddox started Acorn. I mean, just think about it. We have trained probably thousands of people. Mm. And we have probably prayed for thousands of people and we have probably listened to thousands of people oh definitely you know and and all from a little ministry that morris Nan ran out the back of a morris traveler car for the first two years yeah and and i it just says god is faithful and so come and come and share the faithfulness of god with us definitely definitely wonderful so we look forward to that uh wes thank you for just sharing some reflections And uh, we'll catch you guys at the conference. So we'll see you yep. soon. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>